Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 2, Episode 11. the center of Missouri, USA. I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and bossy co-host. Say hi, Abby. <coughs> Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode's on vision and behavior. Our topics for this week are field of vision, pupil shape, depth perception, acuity, color differentiation, and night vision. Vision is the primary sense used for detecting danger for many species. Impaired vision can affect an animal's tractability. For example, diurnal, which means active in daylight, birds are more easily handled in subdued lighting. Blindfolds can be an effective means to improve the ability to handle horses, lizards, and ratites, such as ostriches, in some cases. The sense of vision is adapted for a species' needs, particularly the needs of defense and communication. Visual ability encompasses field of view, depth perception, acuity, perception of motion, and color differentiation. The field of view for predators is narrower than in prey animals. Dogs have a horizontal field of view of approximately 240 degrees, slightly wider than in humans. Cats have a horizontal field of view similar to dogs, but a wider vertical field of view due to their vertical pupils. The eyes of grazing or prey animals such as horses, cattle, sheep, goats, rabbits, are located on the side of their head and protrude slightly in comparison to predators' eyes. The side location and protrusion of their eyes allow grazing prey animals even greater horizontal peripheral vision. The horizontal vision of grazing animals is approximately 200 degrees or more with their heads raised and up to 340 degrees with their heads lowered in grazing position. The distance and peripheral vision of swine, a prey, and predator is poor. Prey animals have both monocular and binocular vision. Prey animals' eyes work independently of each other. That's monocular vision. Except when looking ahead with binocular vision in an attempt to perceive depth. The binocular range of horses is 60 to 70 degrees straight in front. Only monocular vision is used for monitoring threats when grazing. The people of prey animals adapted to living in open grasslands is often horizontally oval, which further enhances the peripheral vision. However, the vertical vision, being able to see above or below, is less in grazing prey animals than in humans or predators. Prey animals' range of vertical vision is only about 60 degrees. To properly place their feet on unfamiliar ground or to step 
into unfamiliar water, they have to lower their head. Horizontal pupils enable prey animals to see vertical lines better than horizontal lines, while cats having vertical pupils can see horizontal lines better. Containment fencing with more vertical lines is a more effective psychological barrier for grazing animals than the more common fences that have long sections of horizontal planks or rails. Snakes, like cats, are low-profile hunters. Both have vertical pupils, which may permit an enhanced ability to focus through thin vertical gaps in tall grass where they frequently hunt. Taller predators, such as dogs, lions, tigers, have circular pupils. Dilation and constriction of the pupil are primary means of accommodating to changes in lighting. Livestock, which are diurnal species, have pupils that accommodate slowly compared to humans. Bird pupils and pupils in nocturnal animals, meaning they are active at night, such as cats, accommodate relatively rapidly. Abby says the only accommodating thing about cats is the pupil of their eyes. Depth perception requires overlapping fields of vision from each eye. The central overlap that permits depth perception in dogs and cats is about one-half that of humans. Dogs and cats also have limited peripheral vision. Humans and predator animals have binocular vision. They always focus on objects with both eyes. Livestock with monocular vision can focus on objects on both sides of their body at the same time. When looking forward, animals with monocular vision can view the same object with both eyes in binocular vision, which is needed for depth perception. Horses have an overlap of 65 degrees, but 350 degrees of panoramic vision. Extreme panoramic vision has poor acuity, but detects motion easily. Horses and most other grazing prey animals have good distance vision, especially for moving objects. But their ability for depth perception and ability to focus on near objects is slow and poor, requiring them to face the object of interest. In prey animals, shadows appear as holes, and water depth cannot be determined. Because of this, it's important to keep surfaces for them to walk on, dry and lit by diffuse, shadow-eliminating lighting. Loading ramps that slant upward are easier for grazing prey animals to negotiate than steps. Consistent color, shading, and texture to prey animal handling floors are important to keep them from balking. A change in the color, shading, or texture of the surface of flooring will cause animals to stop to reassess if there's a change in the depth. Grazing animals need to see potential predators while grazing. Because of this, their retinas have the best distance perception with light entering through the top of their eye. To facilitate good focus on where they step and the condition of the areas to graze, light entering the lower portion of their eyes gives them the best near vision perception. Grazing animals have a cone-shaped blind spot four feet directly in front of their face. They also cannot see below their jaw. Objects that suddenly appear from a blind spot may startle them, especially horses. Visual acuity is the ability to see details. 
Domestic mammals do not have the visual acuity of humans. Near vision is relatively poor. Normal humans have 20-20 acuity. Dogs are estimated to be 20-75. Normal humans can see clearly at 75 feet, with the clarity that dogs see at 20 feet. Cats have 20-100 acuity, and horses have 20-33. Birds have exceedingly good visual acuity. Their lens is flexible, which aids their ability to rapidly focus on objects. Visual acuity of reptiles is poor. However, reptile vision can vary with families depending on the species' lifestyle. For example, arboreal snakes, those that live in trees, have better vision than terrestrial snakes that burrow. In most predators, the area of greatest acuity is a circular area in the retina called the fovea, or area centralis. To visually evaluate the greatest detail, predators have to hold their heads still and concentrate the image on the fovea. In contrast, grazing prey animals have a visual streak, an elongated band that runs across the retina. This permits grazing animals to better detect motion in their peripheral vision. Abby says we need motion-detecting peripheral vision when driving country roads at dusk during deer season. Most animals see better in low light than humans, but in general, animals perceive fewer colors. The retina of the eye contains two types of light receptors, rods and cones. All mammals have more rods than cones, and animals have more than humans. For example, humans have nine rods per cone, while horses have 20 rods per cone. Cones perceive objects best in bright light and can differentiate colors. The area centralis, or visual streak, contains the highest concentration of cones and the lowest concentration of rods. Humans have three types of cones, which permit trichromatic color vision, tones of red, green, and yellow. Most domestic animals that are active during daylight have two types of retinal cones and diachromatic color vision, yellow and blue. They cannot distinguish colors in the range of 510 to 590 nanometers, which is the red wavelength. Dichromatic color vision in animals is similar to humans with red-green color blindness. Animals with dichromatic vision appear to see blue and yellow best, but have trouble perceiving red and green. With dichromatic vision, red is dark and green is light gray. Dichromatic vision can aid in seeing sudden movements and objects in the light. Nocturnal mammals, those that are active at night, may be unable to distinguish colors. Reptiles and tropical birds have four types of retinal cones and may perceive more colors or colors in dim light than humans can see. Birds can see ultraviolet, blue, green, and red. Bird vision peaks in the orange-red portion of the spectrum. Retinal rod cells are responsible for magnifying light impulses. Rods are able to detect low-intensity light, motion, and differentiate shades of gray, but they provide poor resolution. 
Most domestic animals, especially nocturnal foragers such as horses or predators such as cats, have many more rods than do humans. Species that are scoptic, which means they have vision in dim light, or nocturnal, also have a tapetum lucidum, a reflective structure in the retina that increases the gathering of light. This results in superior night vision and more intense differences in grays, plus better detection of motion. Horses and most other grazing animals are believed to see approximately up to four times better at night after accommodating to lighting than humans. The tapetum increases light detection at night up to seven times in cats. Swine have forward-placed eyes, round pupils, and no tapetum lucidum. There are also dichromats. Hogs are nearsighted and cannot see well in dim light. Their depth perception is good for close objects, which aids their quest for food on forest floors. Pupil shape affects the concentration of visual light. Diurnal species have round or horizontal pupils. The vertical pupil slit in cats provides some protection from bright light, but is able to quickly dilate in rapid darkness. Now let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. The vision of predator animals is considerably different than the vision of prey animals. A species' vision contributes much to why they exhibit a lot of their behaviors. Most animals see better in low light than humans, but perceive fewer colors. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon and from many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about resistance behaviors. Hey, Abby, do you have reading glasses? Oh, yeah, I forgot. You just have sunglasses for looking cool. Maybe your name should be Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs>